Uh, hey, uh, here with us in the studio is Kira Klingenberg, a Science Project, and on the line we have Kira Lindenberg, also from the Science Project, the nonprofit that makes learning and science fun. Good morning. Good morning. Good to be here. Good morning. Um, so, uh, can, can you go back to last week's part one show somehow? Like, so last week we like talked about, like, um, so last week we talked about how you, like all the sci- the science of cannabis and THC. Um, so, what do you have? With I remember today? that. Yes, you remember. I, that? I, I remember the last week. Lots of I'm not sure they were funded by the cannabis industry, but they were at least promoting the scientific benefits. God, I wish we were funded. (laughs) (laughs) Funding sounds good. Speaking of funding, you can call 503-205-0333. That's 503-205-0333. Or go to xray.fm and become a member or boost your pledge and get coffee and donuts delivered to you this morning. That's right. And you can also go to the same place and find last week's show, right? If people want to hear about THC. Yeah, you can go. You can talk about last week. You can indeed go to the xray.fm website. The X-Ray in the Morning podcast and archive will have that there. Cool. So, yeah, we wanted to discussion, we wanted to continue the discussion that we had last week about uh, THC because we really didn't get to talk about everything that there is to talk about. And we still won't. There's so much information out there. Uh, Last week we talked about how THC is only one out of 60 or so cannabinoid chemicals that have been so far identified in the cannabis plant. So today we're going to explore another very popular one, which is called cannabidiol, otherwise known as CBD. And we've gathered some info on how CBD differs from THC and the characteristics that make it a particularly interesting topic of medical study. I've also done some research. <laughs> Excellent. Field? Good. We have experts here in the studio with us. <laughs> experts. <laughs> so I would say. <laughs> Experienced. Yeah, right. So, you know, research on the therapeutic effects of CBDs has actually been happening for years, but it's pretty slow going. Yeah, you know, there's actually quite a lot of difficulties in studying cannabis today. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know of any? Um, can like, you guess? Well, because it's still a Schedule One drug in the United States. Yeah, it's a bit. That's a big barrier. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make deal, another guess. Deal. I want to make another guess. Is that so much research is funded by government money? You probably can't get like NIH grants to like study weed. Uh, you know, I don't know anything about the grants, but oh, I know. I bet that you I gave a good one. <laughs> Hashtag mansplain now. <laughs> but I know that uh, that you know there's not as much interest for big pharmaceutical companies who typically provide a lot of funding for new drugs to fund the investigation of cannabis just because they can't make a lot of money off of patents Mm -hmm. for the cannabis plants uh, and then resell the product, which is kind of a a shame that that's why they donate. But Mm -hmm. Yeah, but there is good news. As more and more states legalize cannabis for both medical and recreational use, things seem to be getting easier for research scientists. I mean, in the last eight years, the amount of research published on CBD has definitely increased. And it's probably a result of the discovery that CBD has anti-inflammatory, neuroprotective, mood-altering effects, and that opens the door to a wide range of therapeutic uses. Yeah, and believe it or not, one of the other very attractive features of CBDs for many people is that it doesn't actually get you high like THC does, which is a huge deal if you're, say, trying to use cannabis to manage symptoms like chronic pain uh, for someone who might not want the altered state of consciousness to be a side effect for them. So why does CBD affect your body differently than THC? Well, we should start at the most basic level, the molecular structure, because it's there that you'll find the first difference between the cannabinoids, THC, and CBD. 
Okay, Jefferson, Noriko, so mm-hmm. um, here's a picture of the two molecules side by side. There's mm-hmm. THC on the left, CBD on the right. Oh, I'm looking so, at it. I'm going to put it up next to the microphone. Take a look, yeah. <laughs> let the microphone hear the molecules. No. Uh, but uh, see if you can kind of describe or see any differences between the two right off the bat. I see two. Go for it. <laughs> okay. So if you look, uh, if you look at the upper, if you look at the left-hand image, if the at the tetrahydrocannabinol, all right. So you've got Ooh. down in the center left, you got a little O. If you go to the corresponding area on the right with the cannabidiol, okay, the CBD, you've got an HO, okay. And then if you if you draw your finger just a little to the right, you have a little. Where, where in that? What is that? A hexagon. In that hexagon. You've got two of the six sides on the right with little little lines, and only <laughs> and only uh, two. Uh, oh, you have three rather on the right, and only two on the left. Those are my differences I noticed. Excellent. I bet you were really good at those uh, newspaper puzzles, right? Where they're like, "There's a lady and a dog. What's the difference? Oh, she has a red hat. Oh, the dog is laughing in this one. <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I don't know how you know dogs are laughing. I do okay but... at games. <laughs> well, okay. Here's something that you might not know just by looking at the differences in, Most in the diagram. <laughs> Most things. <laughs> well, THC and CBD molecules um, are actually made up of all of the same atoms. So they have the same chemical formula, which is C21H30O2. Simply put, meaning there are 21 carbon atoms, 30 hydrogen atoms, and two oxygen atoms that make up each of the molecules. But as you just figured out, Jefferson, even though they are made of the same stuff, the way all that stuff is arranged is slightly different between the two, which is the distinguishing factor. And that may not seem like a big deal if you're just looking at the pictures, but even slight variations in the structure of a molecule can result in very different interactions with other molecules. And what are our bodies made of? Well, a bunch of different molecules. So it's no surprise that THC and CBD interact totally differently in our bodies and produce different effects. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what CBD does differently than THC in our bodies. So do you remember last week, we kind of talked about how THC, that molecule, is kind of, it's kind of like this jerk that sort of swoops in and impersonates this neurotransmitter called anandamide. And then THC sort of takes over these receptors in your body that are meant for anandamide, and it binds, it binds to them. Right, and that's why it has effect on your mood and appetite and sleep cycle. Yeah, exactly, because yeah. that, that's kind of why you get high. Mm-hmm. So anandamide and it's Does it impact your memory? The THC. Because I know that we talked about this last week, and I don't remember any of it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You might have trouble forming long-term memories. What? Um, <laughs> I think it's short-term. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so anandamide and its receptors are part of what's called the endocannabinoid system. And it's what makes up all the chemicals that are normally present in your brain, naturally present, that resemble the chemicals in cannabis and the receptors that react to them. So this chemical resemblance is what allows THC to act as an impersonator for anandamide. And CBD also ends up acting like an impersonator because it too resembles some of the brain chemicals in this endocannabinoid system. And that allows it to also kind of butt in and attach itself to receptors that were originally meant for other things. However, because of the variation in its molecular shape, CBD has very little attraction to the same anandamide neural receptors fit. It's, it's kind of like... I don't know, have you ever done a jigsaw puzzle and you've been looking for a piece forever and you get the piece, you're like, this is the one, and then you try and put it in the, the shape and one of those stupid little sticky outie pieces at like a, a slightly different angle than the one you actually need? That's, that's kind of what it's like. So 
So CBD doesn't produce the same feelings of altered consciousness because it doesn't interfere all that much with the same neurotransmitters. Yeah, yeah, molecularly it doesn't it doesn't fit as well into those anandamide receptors Got as it. THC does. Right. So what CBD does have an affinity for is a different neuroreceptor, and these are ones that mitigate pain, inflammation, anxiety, depression, and a whole host of other things. Which leads us right into the discussion of some of the pretty cool clinical tests that are being done on CBDs today. To start off with, there's a lot of research out there clearly suggesting that when administered in controlled doses, CBD can actually decrease anxiety in humans. And there are these clinical trials testing its effectiveness on social anxiety, obsessive compulsive disorder, and post-traumatic stress disorder. And it's thought that CBD is effective against anxiety because it interacts with a neuroreceptor called 5-HT1A, which is responsible for telling your brain whether or not your serotonin levels are adequate. It's a real snappy name. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's what scientists are good at. <laughs> really catchy. I mean, really, can't, you're never going to forget that, right? Mm-hmm. Serotonin is something that I know about. Is it? Yes, because I've Googled it. Ah! (laughs) It's thought to be especially active in constricting smooth muscles, transmitting impulses between nerve cells, regulating cyclic body processes, and contributing to well-being and happiness. Not sure what all that means, but it sounds like I want to have it. I want to have some. I thought serotonin was running for county commissioner, too. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's a whole other show. Okay. Um, So serotonin, I'm sure lots of people have heard of it because it's the thing that if you don't have enough of it in your brain... Um, you can end up with major anxiety and even depression symptoms. So you may have heard of a lot of anti-anxiety, anti-depression medications are called serotonin reuptake inhibitors because that's the chemical that they're acting on. And the potential that CBD has to regulate serotonin levels is why it's being studied as both a a treatment for depression and anxiety. There's also other research out there investigating how CBDs may actually promote the genesis of new neurons in your brain and fight inflammation in the elderly brain, which could be, you know, provide some useful stuff uh, For later me on. and Jefferson. Well, I was going to say for people in their golden years, but if that's you guys... So just me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You'd never know it. If only you had a picture of Noriko and Jefferson right now, guys. <laughs> This is something else that really interested us is CBD's effect on chronic pain through its interaction with yet another neural receptor. This one has an even better name. It's the transient receptor potential mm-hmm. cation channel subfamily V member one. Oh, I love it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Anyways, it's also known as the capsaicin receptor. Mm. Do you want to harbor a guess at why it's called that? Because that's what happens when you eat spicy food. Something about spicy yeah, food. Yeah, ca- capsaicin is uh, is the the active ingredient in what makes hot peppers spicy. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the common receptors, or I'm sorry, one of the uh, receptors common activators is capsaicin. Yeah. So when enough of these capsaicin channels are activated the neuron will send a signal of burning and pain to your brain, which then sets into motion the release of inflammatory proteins because your body thinks that, or I'm sorry, your brain thinks that your body is being injured and so it needs to heal, so here's some inflammation. But this is what happens when you eat a big bite of jalapeno, but it's also what happens when you're in chronic pain, like if you have cancer or diabetes or AIDS. 
And as weird as it sounds, CBD actually helps alleviate pain by stimulating these pain signaling neurons. So it's kind of like, let's say you want to go to Brighton Bush Hot Springs and you're trying to work your way Mm -hmm. up from the coolest pool to the hottest soaking pool. Well, as you immerse yourself in hotter and hotter temperatures, then your body sort of gets used to the heat. So by the time you get to the hot pool, it's not, not really a big deal. Well, the same is true for your pain signaling receptors. The more that they're stimulated, the more that your threshold for pain goes up. So as CBD attaches to your capsaicin receptors, your perceived pain level and inflammatory responses decrease. Well, that all sounds great. It sure sounds like CBD is this magical drug that only has therapeutic effects and no negative side effects. Magic. It sure appears to be that way. <laughs> so we might need a part three. <laughs> Well, uh, I mean, the truth is that nothing we put into our bodies is completely free of side effects. Our bodies are incredibly complex systems, and even the most essential of chemicals, like H2O, water, have the potential to interact negatively with our systems. That's why I never touch that stuff. (laughs) Right? Be very careful around water. I'm like, two waters? Come on, get out of here with that stuff. You're listening to KXRY Portland, 107.1, 91.1 FM, streaming around the world at xray.fm. We're here with Everything is Interesting and Noriko Ott. Kira and Kira here. I'm Jefferson Smith. want to say thanks again to our sponsors. We may have to have a part three on the cannabinoids and on the cannabis want to say again thank you to all of our listeners and members who call 503203 excuse me 503-205-0333 or go to x-ray.fm click the blue donate button we're going to keep don't we're going to keep delivering donuts and coffee to people who call in and become members for the next hour through Hartman in the first hour coming up next so go ahead and do that want to say thanks again to Hosley Eco Automotive right downtown. More information at HosleyEcoAutomotive.com. Also, MountTaborChiropractic.com. Thank you so much. Stay tuned for Hartman. Thank you guys for being here. Yeah, thanks so much again yeah, for having us. You. Super Thank fun. You. you guys don't have to. You don't have to leave, but it's time for Tom Hartman. Thanks everybody, and thank you, Democracy. <laughs>